0: You can't touch this You can't touch this You can't touch this
1: You can't touch this My, 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 my music hits me so hard, makes me safe Happy birthday, Erica! Thank you, Emily! That's right, this is a very special episode of the Glee cast Why?
0: Because it's my birthday It's Erica's birthday!
1: Um, so I'm expecting right now everybody to be singing to you in their own way. Um, hopefully we'll give them a moment to do so. That was lovely. Beautiful. Um, thank you everyone so much. Thank you. You're welcome. That's from everyone. (laughs) I'm speaking for them. Uh, we are on episode four of the Glee cast. Yeah. We're we're moving forward. (laughs) We're moving forward. Now there's something very different about this episode, which maybe people will sense. I don't know. Do you think they will sense it?
0: I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Okay. What's different about this episode?
0: We're not in Emily's studio. We're
1: not <laughs> in my studio, comma apartment. We are it um at my parents' house. Out in Long Island. Out in Long Island. Uh, maybe maybe that will uh. Well,
0: maybe they'll they'll notice we're not fighting with the cats at all.
1: That's true. We're we may be fighting with my grandmother anyway. or parents' dogs, however.
0: Possibly. But the is shut. I think we'll be okay. The door okay. is
1: shut. Uh, my grandmother told me recently, by recently I mean like five minutes ago, that I remind her of Lindsay Lohan. What? <laughs> yes. My grandmother is very <laughs> up to date with us weekly. And um, more so than I am. Uh, but yeah, she said because um, we we're in my parents' house and my, my childhood bedroom is still the way it was and always is, which means that there's still a lot of stuff in there. And apparently there was an, um, one of the dancers from dancers with the stars went to Lindsay Lohan's house and tried to help her clean. And somehow that made my grandmother think of me. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, not what you think of when you think somebody says, Hey, you remind me of Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Not at uh, all. Yeah. That's my connection to her. Apparently we're both from Long Island and and we're both, uh, pack rats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, moving on, we're going to uh, start off with a few bits of feedback we got. Yeah. Um, no, we should remind everybody what the question of the week was from last week. Yep.
0: Last week's question was, who would you cast as Sue's parents? And uh, I, I'll kick it off with some uh, a very short feedback from Christian, a, a bit opposite of last week, where his was very long. Um, his answer was Adolf Hitler and Elizabeth Balthoroy. Bathory. 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 That's what I meant. I can read. I, I told you, sure you I can. can. Read.
1: Sure you can, Erica. Have it's my birthday. birthday. Uh, oh damn it! I can't
0: be the now. Um, then he said, "Just kidding, but that would be awesome." How about Ron Perlman and Kim McGuire, who's better known as Hatchet Face from the John Waters movie Crybaby? Christian? I,
1: uh, I, I like it. I I love it because um, Ron Perlman should always be in stuff,
0: and I feel like he could actually be Sue's dad.
1: Yeah, they both have that kind of face that looks like it's been punched a lot. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, um, on that, it's really funny that he mentions Hatchet Face because... Have you seen Baby? Of course, yeah. Okay. It's funny, because I was just watching Jeopardy, and I don't know if you watch Jeopardy, uh, but Jeopardy has this thing called the Clue Crew, who I really hate. It's, mm-hmm. like, occasionally they'll have a category that's on location, yeah. and instead of just somebody reading it, they read it on location, and it's this, like, group of, like, five very like pretty young people who i guess are smart and can pronounce this stuff but there's one woman i think her name is sarah and i really really hate her (laughs) and she's like blonde and the best thing is like if you go to jeopardy message boards like everybody loves her because she's like the hot chick on jeopardy but i noticed the other day i'm looking at her i'm like wow you know who she reminds me of hatchet Hatchet face." face
0: so there i love that you have recently been on um jeopardy message boards
1: Oh, this was actually a while back that I was oh, on the okay. message board because a while back there was this guy in Jeopardy that I found really amusing. And I kept, he he, um, he kind of spoke like this and kept talking about his girlfriend in Germany. <laughs> and his name was David, and he did very well. And I just found him really amusing, and I went to see what people were saying on message boards about him. And sure enough, there were a bunch of women that thought he was hot. So Jeopardy fans have really low standards. Wow. That's my story there. Um, Okay, I'm going to read the next feedback, which is a long one, courtesy of the Naked Eskimo, who I hope is not cold. All right, Naked Eskimo. Thoughts on current Glee stuff. I don't dislike the Kurt obsession with Finn because of the homosexuality angle. I dislike it because I hate i hate what they are doing to kurt as a character this whole season he's been very much proud and open of who he is more so once he officially came out obviously and yet over the last two or three episodes they've morphed him into this neurotic and fairly stalkerish person that i just don't like anymore him essentially slapping his father in the face after him being so accepting of who kurt is is just amazingly insulting is this the same guy that threw an audition to save his father embarrassment Also, I generally dislike the obsessive, unrequited love storyline in general, so even if it wasn't Kurt and Finn, I wouldn't like it. Kurt pining is fine, and I liked it in the first part of the season because it was subtle enough, it's a silent B in the word subtle, I often forget that. (laughs) Subtle. It was subtle enough as to not seem, as I said, stalkerish. Him going single white female on Finn these last few episodes, though, was just annoying, so I really hope this dies soon. Finn is straight. Kurt is gay. Nothing wrong with either choice, so he needs to move on, unless he is the only gay boy in the entire city, which I doubt. Well, Jesse St. James. I mean. <laughs> the first two episodes of this new run were missing something for me. That was a very oddly, uh, that was my fault as a reader. In, in my... We're not good readers. It's no. okay. I know. <clears throat> They were far too over the top in the drama elements for my tastes. I said as much to my lovely wife. His lovely wife is Barbara Ellicott. Who we love. Yes, we love her. Um, Fuck Twilight, as always. As we were watching the home episode last night... I remarked that I missed the down-to-earth feeling of the dramatic moments from the first part of the season. Not five minutes after I was saying that, I got hit with a one-two-three combo of Quinn's talk with Mercedes, Finn's fight with his mom, and then the assembly with Mercedes' outstanding rendition of Beautiful. I choked up on all three of those scenes pretty badly. By the way, when Quinn told Mercedes, you are beautiful, in the nurse's station, I jokingly turned to the wife and sang, Nomad, what the say? Sang is in quotes, because it comes out more off-key mic squelching when I try to sing. Ha. (laughs) So does it does that for me, too. (laughs) So, for Quinn to turn around... Oh, for Mercedes to turn around and sing that very song after I said that was just too ironic, don't you think? Anyway, that's the stuff this show does well, and I firmly believe that this is why it was so popular to begin with. Why do we need a half-assed Madonna, Madonna, Madonna... Did I mention Madonna? ...episode? Last but not least... Old business. TV pisses me off. I first noticed it with Whedon, who did this to an extreme on every show he's ever done. But I am sick and tired of dragging out relationships that both characters obviously want to happen for the sake of manufactured drama. Willow and Xander belong together. Well, except for the fact that Willow was gay. Yeah. Fred and Wesley belong together. They do belong together. It's true. Buffy and Angel belong together. I agree with that also. Oh, no, Spike. Fucking Finn and Rachel belong together. They spend the whole first half of this season denying their feelings, and then when they finally get each other, the writers turn Rachel into a clingy, needy bitch. Why? She is just about the most self-centered person I have ever heard of, and Finn is a total mark for these kinds of women. She isn't evil, but she would totally run that relationship, and Finn would totally let her. Instead, they turn her into an idiot that completely smothers Finn, who, rightfully so, runs screaming into the night. Why? so they can spend the rest of this season once again pining after each other. Blah! Wow, that was long. That's what she said, the Naked Eskimo. Who can be found more of his ramblings at NakedEskimo.blogspot.com. Thank you Thank you, Esky. Um, so, a couple of his points. Let's start with the the Kurt Finn stuff.
0: Um, the Kurt Finn stuff, I... I don't think he went I I mean yeah he went a little bit too far with you know trying to get the parents together to move in but I, I he's a teenage boy like it, you know teenagers go to extreme lengths to try and and get with um the people that they like their crushes and That's true. I don't know it didn't bother me as much as it bothered him
1: yeah um I can I can see where he's coming from with the whole like cuz I too hate when a show or a film drags out that that stalker thing where Mm -hmm. the old joke of like any romantic comedy if you actually if that actually happened to you in real life you would probably call the cops on this person that's standing outside your window with the boom box at three (laughs) in the morning. And uh, so I can agree with that because it's it's not my favorite storyline at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Part of it is I've never felt the need to do that to anyone. So I don't like watching it get done. And it does sometimes really hurt a character because it makes them just seem really needy and psychotic. Um, his next point about... Oh, and I have heard a lot of rumblings that Kurt is supposed to get a love interest this season.
0: Oh, that'd be amazing. That would be wonderful. I would... Yeah, that would yeah. be. I mean, it the doesn't. They ever. haven't really
1: given any glimmers of it, and I mean, I don't, can't remember how many episodes are left. But I heard There's, like I think casting five. stuff about it that they were looking for someone. Well, maybe. So,
0: well, they already uh, wrapped filming for this season, okay. so maybe it's for next season. It could be for next season. Which still, I'm. I i do not think they would
1: cast it that far in advance for next season. People get pilots i don't know i don't know um the other thing uh he also uh he really liked last episode and did not care for the madonna episode
0: right which i didn't well i didn't care for either of those episodes i mean i liked them i enjoyed Mm -hmm. them but i i feel like there have been far better episodes
1: yeah i I think last episode uh not the one from this week the one from last week beautiful episode home that's right home how do i forget home home Home. home uh I did it, it's grown on me. It, it's a lot of the things in there I think were very I like a lot that happened
0: well. but as a whole I mean I think it's the music that's just turning me off to it. I, mm. I liked all the storylines. Okay. I was listening back and I, I do feel like I was a little hard on it but mm. I think it was just the music that was kind of turning me off cuz okay. it was a lot of music that I didn't really know so Understood. that I'd always
1: Erica Fierce thing she doesn't know.
0: I do. I don't like change. It's a well-known uh, be fact.
1: be terrible in like the new world. If Erica was, like, a Puritan moving here, you would totally kill her. I would, totally I, I would stay America home. I wouldn't see. leave. You would scalp people. You're terrible. <laughs> uh, the, so the last thing was this whole idea of when TV shows have that unrequited romance that gets dragged out. It's,
0: I I personally, I don't I don't necessarily think that Finn and Rachel belong together. I
1: agree. I don't think I don't,
0: do. not I don't think they're going to be that on and I, off I again. I like
1: and the and idea, and we'll get to it when we talk about this episode. I like the idea that they are, like friends and they have a really interesting relationship but i agree i don't think they have the chemistry no no but But i I do the
0: characters or the actors like i just they don't i i like seeing rachel and puck together more than i like seeing finn and rachel together i just yeah i don't think i don't think it's going to be that long drawn out Mm -hmm. or can they find out there's other other. bigger romances
1: to the story i don't think they are the heart of it and it's funny because i was you know that often comes up when you talk about the office how you know, nobody thought Jim and Pam would ever actually be together and mm-hmm. be happy. It was still like, oh, well, something has to happen to them. No. And I've loved The Office since they've been together. I, I'm so happy to watch a show that allows you to have a yeah. happily married couple.
0: And I love... Th- this week was adorable. Now I'm going to talk about The Office because it was just so freaking it cute. It was a good episode. When she though. was like, here's pictures of...
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of, of Michael's of girlfriend, my, yeah, you know, cheating. kissing another man. <laughs> and, and and here's Cece. <laughs> this yeah. was great. <laughs> like, it's adorable. Like, I... You know, we are tangenting, tangentializing on the office, but I think that's okay. But yeah, it's okay um, for a second. And
0: yeah, because we, we don't have a lot of feedback this week, yeah. so. But. We've
1: had, and I don't know. Let's let's take one more tangent before we get to our last email. Uh, now, do you watch Lost on Tuesday nights with Glee? No, it, I watch
0: it within the next couple of days. It is such
1: a challenge to do. Like <sighs> Tuesday nights are exciting. Like all day Tuesday, I'm like, wow, I get to go home <laughs> and like Lost or Glee. But then it's stressful because the it shows is. do not go. You can't. It's hard to watch the two of them in the same night. They put you in such different moods, mm-hmm. and it's like you're so excited all day long, and you have to watch Lost because Wednesday people will talk about it, and you have to yeah. watch it. But Glee always puts you in this like happy, bittersweet mood, <laughs> and then you go to Lost, and it doesn't work, and you can't do the reverse because after you watch Lost, you can't yeah, do anything. You need to just go to bed. You're just too freaked out.
0: Even though I. I'm we're, I am i am over lost. Oh God! and Me and Emily have had this conversation before, but I'm I'm done with it. I didn't even cry. It this wasn't week. your birthday. Oh. I would
1: stab you in the I, eye. Like I got a Bic little pen. misty
0: over gin. Over, and, over stuff that happened because we yeah.
1: spoilers. All right. I don't and, know. And, I don't know. Mm, um. But whatever. Yeah, I, I, overall, Erica sucks. I mean, yeah. She's I'm, a year older, so call her old from now on. Cold-hearted. <laughs> <name>. <laughs> She's actually um, younger than me. So yeah. I am.
0: I'm only twenty-seven.
1: Yeah, wow. I'm only I feel old.
0: It's okay. Mm.
1: Um, i so young. Oh, I was
0: gonna say I actually watch Glee and The Deadliest Catch. So oh,
1: well, that I guess that can be different because <laughs> it's
0: a trade-off. With I watch it with my boyfriend and I and another couple, and the other boyfriend, my boyfriend likes Glee, but the other Mike, he, they're both Mike. He um he isn't like Glee, so afterwards we have to watch The Deadliest Catch. So that That's he fair can, enough. yeah. yeah. But, but which I actually kind of enjoy. It's kind of fun. I don't know if i have
1: ever watched Deadliest Catch. I like those Discovery Channel programs. The
0: it, the guys who work on the boats are really they're crazy funny. And anyway, I don't. Okay. We don't need to talk about uh, Deadliest we have another Catch. Email. All right. The last email is from Wendy, and she answers our feedback question. Edina Menzel Ha. No. For some reason, I find it really funny when tall people have really short parents. So my Perfect. first thoughts were the people who played George Costanza's parents on Seinfeld, um, Jerry Stiller and Estelle Harris. George's uh, sorry, I keep getting confused. George's parents had a kind of shrillness that I can totally see producing a woman like Sue. Worst cameo ever: Molly Shannon in *Bad Reputation*. However, I love Sue threatening to kick her in the taco. <laughs> Sue's anger was most likely due to the bad acting, and I wanted to do the same. Best cameo in quotes in the same episode. Steve, Steve, I can't say his last name. Tobolowski? I think so. Sure. As, as Sandy Ryerson, as Rachel's dad in her video. Amazing. He's totally ready for his close up, Mr. DeMel. Love your podcast, and it's my favorite Glee one on the market, <laughs> and totally kicks the other explicit one's ass. Aww. And that is how Sue would see it. Aww. Thanks, Thank Wendy. Thank you, Wendy. That's
1: Sweet. Um, I like to think it kicks the other's tacos.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. I actually yeah. have that line written down because it was hilarious. Um,
1: is, is taco vagina? I just yeah. assume it is. Okay. Yeah. I, I, is, I've never heard it. I really am excited to start referring to my vagina as taco. You've vagina.
0: never heard like a pink taco? You've never heard that?
1: Um, I guess not. Really?
0: Yeah. I'm just surprised. I'm not criticizing.
1: Where would I have heard
0: this? I don't know. I've heard it around. I'm no, kidding. I'm not
1: judging you. I'm just asking. You're just judging me.
0: I'm, I'm amazed she, by it. Now it's her birthday. It. She thinks she can
1: judge people. Um, tall people with short parents. Makes me think of the movie Tiptoes. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Matthew McConaughey. I read George your review of it. Um, but please, everybody, go see that movie because it will change your life. Um, not good ways. Uh, but her parents um the 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 Costanzas as Sue's parents, the, the only thing is I feel like well, it's just because it's it's um they could have been Nazi hunters, I'd believe that,
0: yeah, but it's it's because, um, what you to call it I can't oh, it's because jerry still Jerry Stiller is totally Jewish, so I can't see him being Sue's dad. I but don't it would see, make sense that he's a Nazi. yeah, hunter. it would make sense, but I don't see Sue as Jewish. <laughs>
1: Well, they don't have to maybe they're just I've known people who just seem really Jewish but they're not maybe that's them in the show
0: in this reality I, guess, and, I mean it's just funny because I don't believe that George Costanza's character was Jewish and Jerry Stiller was his dad but I don't know It. I don't know I think it's funny
1: Okay, so now uh, your answer to the question. My answer to the question
0: is, um ori- originally when I went to go answer the question, I, I said J.K. Simmons right off the bat.
1: Oh, I
0: love him. Which is, he's in Bird he
1: on Oz. Yeah, I don't know him from us.
0: that. Um, he's the dad in Juno, and he's uh, J. Jonah- J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies, the, the editor of the newspaper. Um, it would be
1: ironic, too, because on Oz, he was a Nazi, or a white <laughs> supremacist. So
0: we're um, all coming back to this. So he he's the first person I went to, and and he's my answer for um for Sue's dad. That would but really work. Once those. I said him, I was like, oh, I was like, who could be his, her mom? And I was like, I was like, maybe maybe Diane Weist. And then I was like, wait a minute, I just cast I love you, man. I was like, that doesn't work because <laughs> that's her in that, right? I think so. I, uh, yeah, oh no, it's Jane Curtin. <gasps> right,
1: it's Jane Curtin. Right.
0: I'm. No, but yeah. still, I thought it was her, so I was like, oh, I just cast I love you, man. That's that's great. I should be a casting director. But um. But I shouldn't be because I got them confused. Um, But then I thought about it more, and my my final answer for her mom is Judith Light, who is Angela from Who's the Boss. and.
1: Oh, that makes so much sense. Have you watched her on Law & Order SVU?
0: I haven't. She's but, been oh, on there for a long but you said she's time, like a drunk or something, she's right?
1: she's such a cunt on that episode. Oh. No, she, Um, that was Christine Lottie. Had oh, the Christine protest. So oh, my drunk. God. I, if anybody watches SVU, watch like the first like three episodes from this season because Christine Lottie plays the most ridiculous alcoholic character <laughs> I've ever seen on television. But no, but Judith Light has been on SVU for a while on and off as the DA and then now a judge. And she's always just this awful awful woman and again that is perfect casting
0: yeah and then after um more recently she was also um oh, i should have wrote all this down she was on ugly betty she was okay. um mrs mead she was I've never watched her. Ugly
1: yeah betty well, well if you do she that. was mrs mead
0: that's who she is okay
1: and uh, your answer my answers they came to me pretty quickly and i thought like maybe i should think a little more outside the box but it just felt too right for me uh christopher walken <laughs> Not just because of, like, looks kind of fit. I think they have that angle thing mm-hmm. going on. But also that if he guest starred, that would mean we'd get to see him sing and dance, which is always which, a pleasure. Yeah. And the mother would be somebody who I always think of as old. Even in her younger days, she just what, is one of those actors that you just always imagine is much older than she really is. Which is fitting because Sue, you know, looks much older than 29, if she's really 29. She's I know you don't 29. believe that. Uh, but I figured her mother could be played by Cloris Leachman. <laughs> That'd be great. That seems to fit. I can see it. I think that's great. Um, So we will give you the question at the end of this episode. Okay. Just because I don't want to keep you in suspense. (laughs) Um, We're going to take a break so that we know that we don't um, delete all this. Yep. So You'll get
0: some happy Glee music and we'll be right back. Woohoo!
1: Memory, the sound of Julia's cry. She called me up late that night and she said. Jaw. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you had a good time listening to whatever um, satanic secret messages Erica played. Uh, We are going to start with the Glee Cap now of this week's episode. Bad Reputation. Bad Reputation. Okay, here we go. McKinley High gets rocked when a mystery person posts a glist ranking the Glee Club by hotness and or sexual depravity quotient. As Will investigates the perpetrator, he makes the, this week's song project a fitting one. The students are to rescue an awful song from musical purgatory. Meanwhile, Curtain Co. release a secret video of Sue jazzercising to Olivia Newton-John's physical, which results in massive embarrassment and bouts of slow-motion laughter aimed in Sue's direction. Not one to sit back and accept such teasing, Sue enlists the help of her sister, Jean, who reminds her what they used to do when someone was mean to them find someone worse off in this case that someone is our dearest emma who after learning of will's kissing infidelity with adina and unexplained sleepover with april brands him a slut in the teacher's lounge his later attempts to apologize don't go over so well realizing what it feels like to have one's reputation destroyed will figures out that the glist maker is none other than the once celebrated now underrated Quin Feeling dejected for not making the glist, Kurt and company, plus a medicated and fourth-place Brittany, decide to up their badass quotient by doing the worst thing a McKinley High student can do, perform Can't Touch This in parachute pants in the school library. Much to the disappointment, the librarian finds it very cute, which it was. They later decide to confess their bigger crime to Miss Sylvester, but by this point, our favorite tracksuit-sporting Nazi hunter has befriended a self-aware Olivia Newton-John. Their recreation of the physical video goes viral, and Sue is back to her old, successful self. Rachel, also bummed about her low placement on the glist, enlists the aid of former Boyfriend Puck and, to everyone's surprise, Old Flame Finn and new beau Jesse, to make a music video of Run Joey Run. None of her paramours are thrilled with being exploited, and Jesse, after much creepiness about how his market research proved wrong, dumps our favorite soprano. The end, I think. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. Okay, I think that was everything. Oh, thank you um, for telling me I did everything right. Never. So now, um, episode Glist slash Bad Reputation. Uh, we're gonna, I think, break down by the plot points. The first one being the Glist itself.
0: Yeah, I was a little confused by the Glist As because I. this was people. <laughs> <to> be... <laughs> it was. It was. It, it was supposed to be by the the sexual acts they've committed. I, I... guess. But then all the but then the other kids like Kurt Mercedes and Artie and and Tina were trying to get on the list by being badasses. I was very confused by this. Yeah, because I thought it was it was about
1: sex. I assumed originally I'm like, oh, it's like the hotness list.
0: Yeah, but but, but then they had points, and they said like they said the points were assigned for,
1: um, I think it I was like, I wrote it down, but for uh, it's for like b i mean it's true how would puck not how would puck, puck was number
0: three um i think it was no i think
1: it was quinn Santana oh, yeah. puck, puck Brittany, and then britney uh finn or finn jesse or something like that and then the, the the two background dancers no they were on there i what? didn't I, I, I didn't get a chance to want, pause I think it and Rachel read was it was number nine and then i think Rachel above her was, was matt. matt above him was mike My boyfriend. Above him, I think, was Jesse, then Finn, and then the top. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea what this glist measured.
0: Yeah, it was was really weird, because everyone kind of had a different interpretation of it, but they had points. Purity test, and you're this percent not pure. Like, I thought that's what it was originally, but then... Like, Quinn's pregnant, so... Finn
1: before that she everybody had thoughts that were yeah they, just were made, had thought that they never actually had sex um so yeah, yeah. that was kind of weird and then they conf-
0: all also- like it was when you know will is like how do did we- from such and such computer with the password glee how do you know what password they used to print it like i thought that was kind of weird too yeah. i saw Like how would you know that they signed in I don't using that? Pay- it, it was all very it was a strange. Good
1: idea, like, and it it worked at like kind of stirring some things up as mm-hmm. we see in the episode. But yeah, they, they could have you know done a rewrite. Measuring, yes. Yeah. Um, now I guess when is the, the one who posted the list. posted the list. Oh, assumedly she understands what it measured i don't really know
0: a bad reputation is better than no reputation because she you know she used to be this, this Popular, that, you know she was uh, kind of like
1: celibacy club president
0: she was she was kind of like sue but as a student you know she right. was everyone was scared of her and everyone parted when she walked down the hallway and now we see her in the hallway and you know everyone's bumping into her no one's making news for pregnant. her like yeah you I think mean. they treat her a little nicer but
1: i guess they're not used to pregnant cheerleaders
0: um yeah and will kind of figures it out when he sees this happening to her and he's like oh she did it and uh, I, I really like that moment i like that we see that will really is a good teacher like he does care about he, his and students he about and, and
1: he knows them yeah and he knows what high school is like
0: yeah and i i thought that was a really nice moment for them to show us that because other than that he kind of had a hard episode which we'll get to mm-hmm.
1: um yeah that's a really good point that it does and show I, I thought it was a very sweet moment teacher
0: yeah because the only time we've ever seen him actually teaching what he's there to teach spanish is in is in the, the wendy episode, pepper right? episode right, right yeah where wendy pepper falls in love with
1: right. him uh the along with that do you think figgins knew by will's look that it was quinn
0: oh i think he did yeah. i wrote that down for sure i definitely think he did but i mm-hmm. think he definitely felt you know She's pregnant. Like, I like, well, understood
1: I'm, in that instant. Yeah. Like, oh, it's got to be this girl. Whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to drop it. It's yeah.
0: Like, I'm not going to expel the pregnant girl. That would
1: be. Yeah. That I would like not be that. good
0: for his reputation.
1: Right. And right. I respected Figgins for
0: that. I definitely, I definitely yeah. caught it, it that. Was, and I thought that. I mean,
1: he's, he's kind of, they, they don't give Figgins much. They probably shouldn't. I like him just kind of being in the background and having mm-hmm. his funny moments. But I, I did really like that. I liked that. Um, Like we were talking about last week with the parents of Glee, how they're, they're actual parents and they're yeah. nice people. I, I I appreciate this this minor character having a heart and a conscience, and in this one look, giving him some depth. To yeah, that. I enjoy. I, I like that, that a lot. lot. Um, should we talk about moving on to Sue then? Sure. Okay. Uh, so Sue got a taste of her own medicine in this episode. Yeah, which
0: was great. And what
1: happened when Jazzercise Size moves uh, go public? Not everybody appreciates them.
0: It was, it was really satisfying to see her made fun of. But I, I feel like the show does such a, an amazing job of making you love and hate Sue at the same time.
1: Because
0: mm. you, you hate her and you're like, yeah, she's getting a taste of her own medicine. And then you see her with her sister and you're like, oh, oh man. Like yeah. she really is like a sweet person and she really does have a heart. She just doesn't have it in that setting. Yeah,
1: I, I like the idea that Sue is a good person for her own needs and that's it. And she's the kind of person that, like, if you've ever had friends like this who everybody fears this person or hates this person, but as long as they like you, then you're like, then you're okay, okay, this is the best friend I can have. Dogs are like that sometimes. <laughs> like, you know, you have a dog that, like, hates everyone but loves you, mm-hmm. and it is the best dog in the world yeah. because you know that, you know, whatever people say is true, but for me, this, this person or creature is going to be really important and everybody can make fun of them but at the end of the day this is the person who's going to be there for me and i i like that i loved the scenes with sue and her sister i thought they were very sweet and not like sugary like
0: no and i especially the the second scene with her the end scene with her I, when she reads the book to her yeah. i just i like it just it, it's crazy how she can be such a cunt the entire episode yeah, and then just like, little... like melt your heart when she's with right. her sister it's i think it's an incredible example of acting and writing mm-hmm. both i it, Amazes me every time yeah, it happens. Yeah, I, I
1: would agree. I, th- I think Jane Lynch is fantastic at doing what she does as Sue. Yeah, and I, I do really love that we saw the different Sue in this episode, mm-hmm. and, it, and it wasn't out of the ballpark. We no, it was it was completely believable, and it was just really nice. Yeah, it I was just it. a very sweet moment. Yeah, um, I wasn't crazy. The slow motion laughter. This was my low point that comes up later. They had to talk about slow motion laughter like every scene that it came up. <laughs> um, yeah, the the teachers are. I I like kind of like the interplay of more teacher lounge stuff. Yeah,
0: cuz it it's a, again, it's a place that we haven't really visited mm-hmm. much since the first half of the season. Yeah, that
1: first half of the season they drilled it in more cuz you had like Kentanaka, Tanaka, yeah. you had a lot he of randomly dynamics, popped up this. Episode, which like. I was happy to see. I like him. Yeah, but he's like 60 pounds overweight. He <laughs> <I> gained <laughs> no. so much weight. He, I was Jessica like, like, Simpson. He did, I know. It was That's crazy right. though. Uh no, but the Olivia Newton-John stuff. Uh, I might just save that for when we get to the music. Okay. Did you have any comments on that, or do you want to wait? Um,
0: just that I thought I thought it was really funny. Y- you actually have it written down, but that she, um, you know, yes. kept giving out so information, so much information about herself. Yeah. And the people, one of the the other boyfriend, Mike, not my Mike, the other Mike. He America was like boyfriend, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> no, I don't. The other one's Lauren's fiance, not mine. Yes um he was like why is she talking like that and i was like well think about it like yeah we know who she is like and he's even even a little bit younger than i am but like we grew up in the 80s we know who she is but think about like today's 16 year olds 17 year olds who are watching the show they have no fucking clue who she is like they're probably like olivia newton john who's that
1: mention greece at all
0: no she did she She said this is olivia newton john star of the
1: number one musical greece i didn't catch she did say it yeah she didn't mention xanadu did she she didn't mention Xanadu. That, man, that's crazy. How did they last week do a whole episode, not a whole episode in a roller rink, that was my dream episode that I had, um, but they did, like, all this roller skating stuff. And this is And episode, Not mention yeah. But I like it. It was essentially, like, somebody going on the IMDb trivia page of yeah, her and, and writing. just reading out every one of those facts. <laughs> writing her dialogue from the IMDb yeah, page. Yeah, I, I did kind of like that. Uh, so we move on to the next um well, or... Sue
0: kind of when Sue decides to this lead, they lead into each other when Sue decides to help someone less fortunate than herself. It's
1: Emma, and she well, was she helping her or was it that they wanted? Oh, yeah. They, well. She
0: said I. She said the the school psychologist, the one that like I guess that their insurance endorses that they're sent to when they need to see a psychologist, committed suicide, and she had a degree so. Oh. Do we need to pause for a can second? We, we need
1: to take a very okay. We'll be right on One second,
0: and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> um, so, like I was saying, yeah, she she kind of goes to first.
1: Yeah, she, she says, her "How can I help says, someone?" Like, oh, we used help. to help animals in the animal shelter or something. Right. So she's
0: like, find someone less fortunate, and then they find out that the psychologist but she committed suicide.
1: Say, like, find someone less fortunate to help. My understanding was. That it was like, find someone less fortunate because it makes you feel better about yourself. See that,
0: yeah, that wasn't my understanding oh, at all. Oh, God,
1: I don't know. Because what you're saying makes sense she because said, the animal shelter. Yeah,
0: we we'll we used to go to the animal shelter and help out people less fortunate than ourselves. Like, help out the animals who yeah. are less fortunate than ourselves. And I, I think that kind of plays in because I, Sue can't even get Emma's name right. I, I think she yeah. sees her as more of a thing than a person.
1: Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
0: And she she kind of becomes her therapist because the school psychologist committed suicide which tends to happen at McKinley yeah. High I guess. Um or the district psychologist whatever it was whatever. It but is. um yeah, that's the way I took it that Oh,
1: you might be right. I don't know. Um listeners, let us know if you thought it was to help someone or to make you feel better by finding someone worse than you. Cuz I, well, I think Please it
0: was to, I think it it was to make someone always has it worse than me. Yeah. So I think I think a lot of it played into, you know, her putting will down more because obviously what she coaches emma to do is to put will down so yeah it makes her feel better but i but i you think really think it was from a
1: good place yeah mm-hmm. i do
0: because i think emma needed that
1: i agree I, I agree i
0: loved emma's story this week i think it was i think it was exactly what she needed to do and i think will kind of deserved it
1: yeah i agree yeah now the will emma um sue you know convinces her to confront him publicly
0: Yep, in, in the, the teacher's, teacher's lounge,
1: lounge <laughs> where she calls him a Man-whore?
0: Well no she calls him a slut a and slut. then That's Sue right. calls him a man whore in the hall.
1: That's right. Um which yeah I, I too really liked uh it it was good to see Emma like stand on her own two feet. Yeah. And I mean what I I love about Emma is she's as much as she is like very meek and you know walks as though her feet were bound in imperial Japan. Mm-hmm. Um she she's always been very strong in her ideals and everything else mm-hmm. like she you know she was when will first left harry she would not kiss him and she yeah. would not just date him right away and i don't think i've ever felt like that there's that danger of her uh idolizing will so much to a certain point but i suppose there is and i i like that this episode you know a man brings you flowers, most people are going to melt in some way or another.
0: Yeah, but she didn't. She didn't.
1: She, she stood She's on her own. So she strong was strong. And,
0: you know, she said, we, we need this time apart. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect you to go find yourself with other ladies. But, you know, right. we have to accept each other for who we are. And if that's who we are, then I need to decide if I want to be with you. Like, yeah. I, I thought that was
1: great. I agree. I, I agree.
0: I thought it was a huge step forward for Emma. And I
1: really liked it a lot. I did, too. Um. Now, the next last story...
0: It was kind of a short story.
1: It was a weird, story it didn't really get kick in until, like, the second half hour. Right. Now, this was Rachel's story.
0: Yeah. Rachel is super depressed about being not only last on the glist, but having minus points.
1: Right. Which I mean, we don't know what that yeah. actually means, but, but it's not good. It can't really, be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she decides she's going to be musically promiscuous. Yeah. I love that for the idea for Rachel of like being bad is to record a music video of a story song. <laughs> I love how enthusiastic she was when she's telling Puck that it's a story song too. Because I would be that enthusiastic. <laughs> um, but her way of being bad is to make a music video with the three men that everybody knows she has kissed. Yeah. Essentially. So that it looks
0: like they're all fighting for her, right. and, and that gives her
1: some some street cred, I guess. Right, and now I mean to be fair, two weeks ago, two men were kind of fighting for her. Yeah, they almost had a sing off. Almost, the lot. but Jesse's better than that. Well, apparently Jesse's uh, kind of high on his little high horse there. No, oh, well, I don't think
0: so. He... I think that was super shitty of her.
1: <laughs> yeah, to not
0: tell them. It's one thing to do it and be like, "Listen, this is what I'm going to do," because. I, I think it's gonna work artistically. It's a one thing to be upfront about it, but it's another thing to then show it in, to everyone. Yeah. At least show it to him in private first. Be like, like, yeah. I don't think he was on a high horse. I think I think she deserved that.
1: I, I think she did. She deserved she definitely was wrong. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like she knew she was wrong by the end. Kind of. You're right, right, because I guess that's where the issue came. She 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 admits I have this need to be popular, yeah. I have this need to be liked. And I don't know. I, it seemed like Jesse could have had, like, a little bit of sympathy of, like, because Jesse's never had that. And in Vocal Adrenaline Land, I don't know the name of his school, he, you know, being in Glee Cub did make you the the big man on campus. And Rachel's never had that and doesn't know what that's like and has always been the girl getting slushies thrown her way. So you would, I don't know. I mean, again, maybe if, if the story, if their story was given more time, they would have gone into that more. Mm-hmm. But you know, there was something really sad and pathetic about what she was doing, what she was trying to do. Yeah. And I, I guess I would have liked some kind of acknowledgement on, on his part of like why she was doing it. Cause it didn't really feel like he had, he just felt very offended of like, uh, and first let's face the fact that it's, he's even creepier now because as he says, when I was researching whether or not to make you my girlfriend and transfer here, like, he, in other words, he came to the school and was, like, walking around, probably with, like, a clipboard, asking people, hey, Rachel Berry, what can you tell me about her? I don't think he
0: was asking with a clipboard, but...
1: It kind of seemed like, I feel he, like he kept track of these things, unless everybody only knows that she wears animal sweaters, which they might, because she does.
0: I, I almost feel like that was kind of beyond his years of him, a little bit more mature, to not just, you know, jump into things mm-hmm. and be like, I'm going to transfer schools because I'm in love with this girl, and, sure. you know, that teenage sort of thing... But, you know, as you get older, you date people more. You don't just randomly jump into relationships anymore. True. You know, you go on dates. You get to know each other. You get you meet each other's friends like before mm-hmm. you start dating. And I, I think to me, that's kind of what he was doing. He was no, saying, he, yeah. do I want to date this girl? Like, is she is she worth my time? And he gave up so much for her. He, he left an award winning Glee Club to go join. Your right. In, in Glee Land, that yeah. is like, but you know, he, cutting like, off your penis you know, for someone. He, I think he made a lot of sacrifices for her, and he was really hurt. I'm, no, yeah. I, mean, I he's think also I
1: older just... than her. Right, He's like two years older than her. There's a is maturity he? thing. I, yeah. think, I think they're I supposed know. to be sophomores, and, and he's supposed to be a senior. senior? Uh, I don't know. So but I, I, I felt for him. I, I don't I, know. I guess I just I felt really bad for Rachel in the end. I felt bad for Rachel. Yes, yeah, she yeah. dug her own hole. Yes. And this is something that she's probably the kind of person that is going to do this her whole life. Mm-hmm. And occasionally she'll learn a lesson from it, and then she'll do something else big and dramatic and bad. But um, I don't know; it, it just it broke my heart at the end.
0: It was sad, but I think I think I also just I don't have a crush on Jesse. I think I just mm-hmm. like him a lot. I like his. No, character. here's the question: I don't know why. at this
1: point, based on this episode, are we kind of convinced that his motives in do, all doing all this were completely pure? I and still that think he's they not were. working for vocal adrenaline. I like,
0: still think at the, up to this point his his. Motive has been purely for Rachel, mm-hmm. but I think at this point we have that tr- that chance for him to cross right. over
1: and start working.
0: Well, for I think that's general. kind
1: of yeah. That's my understanding yeah. that no, he really did like Rachel. He really did leave so. school for her, and now that this has happened, now
0: he could kind of be approached by Adina Menzel, and now and, he's
1: vulnerable to that. Yeah. So I, I'm sure that's the next storyline that's going to happen. I agree. Unless maybe he falls in love with Brittany. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Um, well, there was one more, um, plot thing in this episode, which we didn't mention, didn't, um, Molly Shannon. Yeah. I didn't even understand why she was there. I don't, is is she going to have more episodes?
0: I have no idea. Either. I, I didn't mind her character, but I didn't understand why she was there. Like yeah. I, she had some funny lines, like that she was essentially her in the taco like April line
1: as a, uh, you know, teacher, teacher. yeah. Did well, you, my favorite, the one thing I like, cause I, I'm really, I've never been a big Molly Shannon fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought when she was on SNL, I thought the other women around her were much more talented. Um, but I just really like the idea um, that she's a badminton coach. Because <laughs> I, I played badminton in high school, and it's a varsity sport, and a lot of people make fun of that and mm-hmm. don't think it's a real sport. But it is.
0: So, yeah, I kind of I kind of didn't understand
1: why it, she was there. It just didn't really bring anything.
0: Yeah, besides laughing at Sue, but anyone could have done that. That's it right. didn't have to be Molly Shannon.
1: Very much. All right. Um, should we Talk start about talking about this man. music? <laughs> Um, the first song, a hit from the early nineties, I believe. uh, I think all of us of our generation know this song (laughs) a little too well. And that song was Ice, Ice Ice, Baby.
0: Too cold, too cold. Um, Too cold. I, I love this. I love anytime we get to see Will sing, especially when we get to see Will rap. I, yeah, like when he did "Bust a Move" and when he did "Gold Digger." Like those are two of my he, my favorites. He, ha-
1: he has a great way of rapping. Yeah, I agree. And I love seeing him have fun yeah. songs, which we talked about last week with April. Like right. it was like you know a charming Will. And I like that this was purely a fun glee club. You know, Plus, come on, kids. Like
0: Your boy got so much air time. My boy, Mike Chang, <laughs>
1: which you totally knew as soon as you walked over to him. I'm like, oh, Mike Chang's going to bust He's a move. He's going to
0: dance.
1: Um, which I loved. I loved the dancing in this one. I loved it the choreography. It was a lot of fun. Everybody I think a lot it. of it
0: was the video choreography.
1: From? From Ice Ice Baby. Oh, that, that that's fitting. Yeah?
0: Yeah. At least one of the moves was, for okay. sure. Okay.
1: Um, Yeah, it was just a fun song. Um, Note that I guess uh, the power of Madonna does not extend to Vanilla Ice because Quinn was definitely pregnant in this song. She was. Uh, And the one thing that was like I really liked about it because it it just made the song really interesting was Artie. Yeah, he had so (laughs) many like, there were (laughs) so many moments where I just looked at him and he was just like waving his arms like, Oh no, can't 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 dance. Can't and then move.
0: my favorite one is when they get to the end of the song, and you know it's ice, ice baby, too cold, too cold. Too cold that whole part, and he was he was sitting there like pretending purr. to be
1: cold. It was like it was adorable. It was a great it was, moment. It was genuinely a cute, like mm. fun moment of glee. It was. Um, the next song, which it, it's very, very funny that they also did this song because it's yeah, such cause... a like. I, I mean, I remember the same year. I, was were these the same year? I don't know
0: off the top of my head, but okay. I don't have an internet signal here. But um, I um,
1: welcome to Long Island. Yeah, I I like that they did this. I thought it was they really can't funny. Can't touch this um, in, of course, the location which we talked about. This right, the library. Like, I don't notice them doing anything in the library. Y- Apparently, there they the are. big thing at the High is to trash the library in song, and yeah, can't touch this in the library in full costume.
0: Yeah. Full hammer pants.
1: full costume. hammer pants, full um. What do you call those things? Epaulets. <laughs> epaulets. Well,
0: I learned a new word today.
1: <laughs> At least I
0: think that's what it is. Um, I have that
1: written down. No, we need more R.D. wrapping and epaulets. I'll I'll agree to both of that. Uh, this this was really cute. Again, again, I do not understand how singing can't touch this in the school library. You can get them on the list. Cool, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. It was a, a, very, a very strange uh, act of of destruction on mm-hmm. Kurt's part, but it was it was just cute and funny and and silly, but you know
0: and fun. And we get probably my favorite Britney line to date because they they all get into the library and they're talking about how they're going to do this and they're going to get ready, and uh, Ari goes. I'm getting cold feet. And Brittany goes, can you even feel your feet? <laughs> it was just, we watched it twice. I thought yeah. it was great.
1: It was good. Br- Brittany had some good times in this episode. Yeah, she took also... all her
0: antibiotics at and once. And then she forgot how to leave. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, it was just more Brittany. It looks like next week there's more Brittany, too, which is exciting. I've... I can't remember what the Yeah, I don't remember. Was, it looked like there was more Brittanyisms. Um, now, the next song was Physical.
0: Physical. With Olivia Newton-John and Sue Sylvester.
1: I really didn't like it.
0: Um, I didn't mind it, I found it amusing, but it just proved to us that Jane Lynch can't sing because they auto-tuned the shit out of her voice.
1: Yeah, and... Which
0: was, it was a little off-putting because Olivia Newton-John was not auto-tuned mm-hmm. and Sue Sylvester was, and I thought that was kind of imbalanced.
1: I, I just felt really bored both times because I watched this episode mm-hmm. twice, and the, the first time it happened, and it, it was kind of like last week the one song that was way too long was... um one less well to answer yeah. and it was a great song but it just went on too long and this week i mean it's physical it's not a good song it's a song that you kind of like I,
0: until this until i heard it last night or whenever i watched it i did not realize how sexual that song was
1: <laughs> Aww, like, Eric, Eric was, is the one who well, like karaoke afternoon delight with her uncle no, I, didn't, <laughs> totally
0: I am not maybe if uh-huh. you uh, <laughs> i wish i was but i am not my uncle's not jason bateman um, no, oh I guess
1: God, I'm anyway,
0: like, I guess I just, I saw, you know, the, the 80s video so many times where it really was about being physical in the gym. I never listened to the words <laughs> and I was listening to it and I was like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my, I'm blushing blushing. Thinking
1: about these things. Yeah, oh Sandy would so, never do this.
0: I didn't. Um, I didn't quite understand why Olivia Newton-John wanted to do this. She just wanted to get the song back on the charts. Like, was that
1: it? I don't... That was according to her Wikifacts. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty much her just saying, like, "We really messed up the video the first time."
0: But what made this video better? It was just like hot a parody just... of the first video with, 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 with hot with men with them that
1: were physically fit. Yeah. And Sue. Just
0: and there. Sue. Hmm, I don't know. I know. It was it was a weird moment, but I I thought it worked in the episode. I, I wanted it to work.
1: I just I didn't. Just... I don't know why it made me angry. I was just bored. I think I will. I'll tell you why, because we'll get to it with the next two songs, which I loved the fuck out of. Yeah. Um, was that this one just felt really like, OK, OK, what's happening? And then when I got to the other two songs, I really liked them. So I don't know. Like, I would never download this. I, I mean, I will when I buy the whole like, album, which is probably the way I'll do it. But like, I, I was just so underwhelmed and bored. But I mean, moving on. Then I guess, right? Yeah. Run, Joey, run. Which I've never heard this song before, but I, I love think it now. I've heard it. I don't remember where I've heard it or when or why I would have heard it. But um, I, I loved this. The, these what three minutes of TV I adored. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the fact that Rachel was so enthusiastic that it was a story song. Yeah, and. What I loved more than anything was that it totally felt like a video Rachel made. Yeah. It had heart wipes. It had star, star wipes. wipes. <laughs> it had costumes. It had the leather jacket that, like, they used to make um, for your senior photo. They stopped doing this the year I was a senior. But they, well, we have photos on the refrigerator down here of my older brother doing this. They used to make the guys, like, after their senior photo, they made them also pose with, like, a leather jacket in this James Dean pose. <laughs> Did they not make them? No. Make you do this? No. We only um, got the tux poses. Oh, the tux?
0: Yeah, they had, like, you know, where you you put, it has, like, Velcro down the back, and it's all connected, and they would put the, you know, it goes on, like,
1: forward, like. Oh, like, like a, if you like were when you, cremated, like, that kind of thing. Yeah, or, no. like, if
0: you put on your dad's shirt as a smock when you're in kindergarten, okay. like, it goes on like that. And they photographed the boys that way? Yeah, that was our senior photo, and wow. the girls had, like, a drape. It was, like, the top half of a prom dress that, like, an
1: off-the-shoulder, like, <laughs> You've never wow. seen my yearbook? I'll show no, you my yearbook. No, I totally have to look at your book. um They didn't, do, for my year, they stopped doing that, I mm. think. But the year before, like, it, it's great because all my older siblings and friends of older siblings will have these really embarrassing photos <laughs> of these 18-year-old boys posing with a leather jacket and, like, I, I, like their heads are always tilted, so it looks very James Dean-esque. Um, stupidest thing. And that's totally what the costuming was yeah. for the boys in this one. Uh, the other thing I, I loved was um, the that Rachel... I know other people have joked about how whenever Rachel like holds out a long note, she has to squeeze her eyes shut really tightly. Mm-hmm. I love that even when she's lip singing, which obviously she's always lip singing because it's pre-recorded. But when she's lip singing and Puck is singing. in the video, she's still doing that. Mm.
0: Um, I, I loved um, Puck's poor acting. It looked like he had gas.
1: It did kind of look like he had gas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I loved all the, all the shots, like the filming of it. It just again, it felt very much like. I'm making a video and I'm going to make it good. And this is what I'm going to do. Star wipes and angel wings. (laughs) Uh, The other thing that I forgot was before the video, when Rachel's introducing it, Mm -hmm. probably my favorite moment, possibly my favorite, like two seconds, uh, Rachel is introducing, you know, and I understand that some of you might not understand it because it's very artistic. And... And for those of you less cultured and the camera did this amazing thing where it was like moving over everybody panning and when she starts, when Rachel says, like, some of you who are less cultured, it, like, stops at Brittany and, like, moves closer to her for this tiny <laughs> amount of time. It was so subtle, but it was totally there. And, like, mm-hmm. Brittany even did this look, like, she was looking around, like, almost like she knew the camera was looking at her. Or like, Rachel she knew it was her, her, yeah. Did you
0: catch that? Yeah, I mean, I saw that it stopped on her. I didn't yeah. see that it got closer, but I they knew did it. was,
1: like, a tiny little thing, and it was mm-hmm. fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um, um and I like all the all the random reactions of the guys watching the video. I thought they were all well acted and, and kinda of funny. Um the and- the realizations were great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Especially and I like that the girls dug it. Yeah. Like the girls all enjoyed it. Yeah, they like and I think Courtney would enjoyed it. <laughs> and then it was like but the girl but the yeah, the three guys were pissed for very three very different valid and different reasons
0: but um and then finn basically had one line this whole episode which i didn't write down but it, i remember being like wow that was like really poignant like he you know he stood up at the end and he was like you did this blah 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 yeah. and it was just like oh he hit the nail right on the head and like that was his only line the whole mm-hmm. episode and that was it and it was great I,
1: yeah yeah it worked it worked very well uh should we move to the last song yes
0: I loved it. I didn't know this song had a bad I reputation. Mean, I love this I don't song. I think it does. Um, the song it? is "Total Eclipse of the Heart,", of the
1: heart. and it's, this is actually on my list of songs. There's about five of them, where if I hear these songs, I have them stuck in my head for about a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I think "We're Alone Now" is another is another one. It's a great song. Huff the Magic Dragons" another one. <laughs> I don't know why it just won't go away when I hear it. Uh, but uh, "Total Eclipse" it's such a great karaoke song. It's such a great like it's a great ballad song. Yeah. And yeah, vocally there was nothing. I mean, it was Rachel sang it fantastically, mm-hmm. but there was nothing innovative about it. I the staging though was great. I I don't know. I just loved this moment. You?
0: I I liked it a lot. It, you know, it's just one of those songs that you have to sing along to. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, it was just you know a good
1: quality ballad by and, Rachel. And I think, think was... Leah Michelle performed it both vocally and thespianically really well like yep. you could see both when she's singing in the glee club like looking around i i loved the look in her face when she looked at finn versus when she looked at jesse that there was something going on there that she knew exactly what the song meant to her and to them yep uh the ballet portion was just really great uh, it was impressive
0: it was impressive to us. It's funny because I didn't see anything wrong with it. But then I, I signed on Facebook the next day. And, like, this girl from high school that I don't really speak to anymore, but she's my Facebook friend. Her status was, like, still cringing from the ballet at the end of Glee last night. Can't believe they did that, especially on point. And, like, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I, uh, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Like, she, she was appara- on a Apparently it wasn't. Lipid. Well danced but i didn't see any problems with it but i'm not a ballerina I mean, let's be fair it was ballet club yeah it was ballet club they hats. weren't supposed to be professional dancers it was just a club yeah yeah they just enjoy ballet so they get together right. and do
1: it right total couples thing like, no
0: yeah it was it was a you. very fun fun song yeah. i mean not fun because it was emotional for her but i i enjoyed listening to it and mm-hmm. and watching them perform it
1: yeah uh, it was a total win for me and it's it's what made this episode ultimately. Um, I really liked this episode. It took time for me to do it, and I felt the first half of the episode, I didn't think I was going to come out with a thumbs up, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh-oh, Roger Ebert might sue me for that, because <gasps> I trademarked that. Um, but by once Rachel's story got going, I was really sold on this episode. Yeah, I
0: liked it. Mm-hmm. I still think... I, I think it's the best of this half of the season thus I'd far. Agree. Yeah. Um, I still obviously have – I think there were better episodes la-
1: last half of the season.
0: But for, for what we've had, this is a great episode. This
1: half, I think this and the first episode of this half of the season were probably my favorites. Uh, should we talk about our highs?
0: I, di- I didn't actually write anything down, but oh. I agree with most of yours. Okay. So. Well,
1: the people out there don't know what those are.
0: Yeah, I know. So i was saying go over them.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, happy birthday. Uh <laughs> So first, uh, I really liked all the puckisms in this episode. I,
0: well, we know I love Puck. So. We know
1: Erica loves Puck. Uh, do you, so did you start thinking about what your couple name would have been with Puck? Because <laughs> apparently when Puck and Rachel were going out, people called them Puckleberry. Puckleberry which is great. Um, I assumed yours would have been Arapuck. Um, Arapuck. Or Puckica. <laughs> or uh, Kelpuck. Puckelly. But that's my last name. I know. Well, I'm, well Rachel Berry. Oh,
0: Rachel right. Berry. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, um, I see where you're I,
0: coming from. I, I, I like I'm the idea that mine would have, have been
1: Puckham. Puckham. Puck I puck like it. Like puck, um. That one's yeah. good.
0: It's better than mine.
1: Sorry, I guess I'll have to just stay away from Mike Chang. Um, <laughs> so Puck, I like that Puck had kind of this... He just had a really good episode. He had this moral code But it was going kind of backwards. It was a backwards moral code. He's like, you know, I'm the first guy to... Was he say like he it was like a, there was a great moment of the of the Simpsons once where Bart Simpson was like I don't want to be bad I just am yeah and I always say that about my parents dog Wally who's a two year old dog who's just like he can't help himself and He's that's just really excited like you yeah know,
0: he said you know he wakes up every morning and tells himself to be good and then it's second period and cool he finds puck. himself shooting someone with the fire extinguisher. Right. Like he just and
1: he just wakes up to find himself that way. Like, he can't help it. And and I like that. I like that he had this moment of like, I know I'm doing things wrong. But
0: Yeah. And never. I like that he was like, I you know, I yeah, I do shitty things, but I admit it
1: I'm not a liar. Right, right. Like I own up to them. Yeah. Like he's a good guy. He's just a jerk. Yeah. You know? And I You I like can't that. always help it. Exactly. Um I liked Kurt's bow tie, I guess. I don't even remember the bow tie, but I wrote that down. Do you remember Kurt wearing a bow tie? I remember
0: his giant mohair
1: sweater. That's okay. That's what I remember. Apparently he also had a bow tie that I liked. Maybe. Maybe. Um, uh, we talked about Emma yeah. Puckleberry. We talked about Mercedes. One of my favorite lines <laughs> yeah, of the episode. That was a great line. Uh, which was when Kurt, um, not Kurt, when Will is interrogating everybody. I also like the the comment that, you know, Will is trying to find who made the glist. And Kurt has a great moment where he's like, Mr. Schuster. You've been watching an awful lot of law and Order: yep. runs, haven't you? And Will totally had a Chris Maloney uh, interrogation room, Elliot Stabler attitude during all those scenes, which I loved. But by far the best was when Mercedes says, why does everybody think I'm angry all the time? It's called sassy. Yo. Which was great. Because, yeah, I liked that. Did you have any other hives?
0: Um, I liked, um, I don't Oh, what it, I like when they oh when Jesse's telling um, telling Rachel that he researched her. I like that he calls her sneaky hot. Sneaky hot. I thought hot. that was a really funny <laughs> funny term.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, I, I, yeah. That works with animal sweaters. Yep. Mhm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, those were my high. Again, yeah, I really like Rachel in this episode. I like to in this episode. I like to sue stuff. In this yeah, episode. I I like. There was a the lot stories. to really like about this episode. Yeah, and I it was it was enjoyable. It was when it ended, you kind of were sad, but about you know because it ended on a sad note, but it left me fulfilled.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my other high points was um. I like when Puck and Rachel are talking, and he plays the Jew card with her, which I think is really funny. And I love that she calls him Noah. I like that. She, right, right, like right. I, I, like I was saying before, I really, I really like Rachel and and Puck together. I they were like are ep- fun I to wish watch. They
1: had given them another episode together. Yeah,
0: and I I think the the actors the dynamic, themselves I think they have really they, good chemistry. I would agree.
1: Yeah, and um, and they, they like they look good together. They do. They're they're a very attractive couple. It's the height. And I
0: think does. it's very sweet that she calls him Noah instead of Puck.
1: It's, it is. I yeah. think
0: it's it's just a very it, nice thing to me.
1: I understand that. Um, in general, because it's, it's funny, this reminded me, we didn't talk about this, but last week we were saying how, like, Jesse and Rachel were in the background. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, and I said, like, how it's that when you have a couple that finally gets together, you almost can't give them that much screen time unless you're going to actually develop it. And that essentially they had one episode together as, like, a happy couple. Yeah. And one episode is a sexually frustrated couple that goes to Wiggles concerts. Nope. And now they are broken, broken up. up. Lose, did you have any?
0: Um, I don't, I don't think I did. I, I, it bothered me a little bit that, um, that Jesse sang the last line of Total Eclipse, the mm. turnaround bright eyes. I, I felt like it didn't apply to his character because he's walking out on her. Yeah, I it, felt like she should have sang it. It's kind of
1: it. like his goodbye. And I like that he sings it not looking at her. Like it's just like him walking out.
0: Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It,
1: um, it, because he reaches the high note? Yeah.
0: Um. What are your low notes?
1: Um. The fact that the slow motion laughter, which was funny the first time, was referenced three times in the episode. Hmm. I just. I. I, I hate when of. like a good joke comes and then the joke is driven into the ground yeah. in 40 minutes time. Uh. And this was. And uh, this was a weird low note, but it was one that bothered me. But maybe it shouldn't have. Was that when um. Emma finds out that Will had a sleepover with April. Mm. He finds She finds this out because Sue bribed Will's landlord to put a baby monitor in his couch. Um, and, and under the bed. And under the bed, right. Uh, he never... Emma never actually finds out that he didn't sleep with April.
0: Yeah, that it was just a sleepover.
1: Yeah, and I, I just never like in... Because it, it never feels true to life. Because in real life, if... You know, if that happened, I would have made sure by the end of the day that my boyfriend knew, no, I didn't actually sleep with him. Like, yes, yes. he slept over, but by the way, he didn't have something. And granted, it didn't matter. Like, that wasn't the point. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't – I didn't like that it was just never like, – yeah, the will as a slut thing needed to be there because he, he was a slut yeah, the last two episodes. Yeah, a little bit. Except him and, him and April never had that. Like, him and April had this really – damagedly respectful relationship. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't like that it was just never acknowledged that like, wait, no, he really didn't sleep with her. I don't know. That bothered me.
0: I don't know. It could have been, yeah, I, I guess, it sucks that it wasn't acknowledged, but I don't know that it it, it wouldn't have made a difference
1: I know I know so it would have. have
0: been just and
1: for him to' extra. even tried to say like wait, wait wait let me at least say I didn't sleep with her wouldn't would have just been petty but I yeah don't know. that was just me I'm I weird like that you'd, you'd had no more lows? no I, I like the episode overall Okay, yeah overall I think this was a very strong episode um now would you say this is a good episode to introduce somebody to glee to or no?
0: Um, I feel like at this point you kind of have to start at the beginning. Mm. I don't. I don't think yeah. there's jumping in with both feet right now. I like agree because I
1: think like all the Emma stuff wouldn't yeah, make sense. It's if you too had far. Following her.
0: Yeah, because then she would just look like a bitch. Like it wouldn't. Right, you don't have to, all that build yeah, up.
1: A really interesting character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so our question of the week, I. So, this week presenting oh, the oh. list. Yes. Uh, now, we don't. We never really establish what the list is measuring, but right. regardless, give us your glist order. Who do you think should be tops? Who should be not tops? Um, How would
0: you base on?
1: What would you base a glist on? Would it just be on hotness?
0: I don't know. We we'll know find out ex- <laughs> <hot.
1: laughs> But that's okay. Whatever. <laughs> Um, so now, before we leave, a few things. I don't think we mentioned who we were last week, uh, of where you can find us on Twitter. We did. Um,
0: I'm uh, Erica's name. Ad- N a m e. Was that correct? Are you,
1: sure you spelled your name right? So, e r i c a. It's getting old, super. E r i c a. Yeah. What the. You forgot the apostrophe. Oh no, there there's is no apostrophe in there, it's Twitter. Um, you go on Twitter and you type. Read um, me talking about horror. Um, um. Before we say goodbye, I wanted to actually give a thanks to one of our uh, friends in the wild world of the internet. He's from the wild world of West Virginia. friend and threaten and scare people into listening. to the of people who use strong wrestlers to scare people into liking us yeah, yeah.
0: We, you don't have to like us for real just as long as...
1: no i think you really have to wait
0: oh, i'm saying that people can be scared into liking us but as oh, long as you bro, like us, yeah totally
1: yeah. totally uh, I'm gonna go beat somebody up on the street now and tell
0: and them. Be boy. like, listen to Glee Cast, bitch.
1: Woo. Woo. Yeah, we're gonna tear Long Island. It's my up birthday. Tonight. Listen to. <laughs> we did that once. We walked around the city. This was my birthday years ago. We we were like going out to bars and such, and we walked walked around the city and uh, our, our good. Yeah, to see what they would say to us, and most people like, most we were just were like just happy, happy like, birthday, birthday, but some people got really excited about it. They did. People are enthusiastic. People love birthdays. I don't know what it is.
0: Well, that's like last year on my birthday. Now we're just rambling. Last year on my birthday, I was in Disney World, and it was the year of celebrations. And if you go to Disney World and you tell them it's your birthday, you get a pin that says happy birthday in your name. And it was like the best experience of my life because there were all these people all day for three days because you could wear the pin the whole week that you're down there We're just like, happy birthday, Erica. And everybody called me by name. And it it was just a great feeling. It was a lot of
1: fun. Yeah. But don't do that. Don't give that to your kids because that's how strangers abduct them. Remember, when you were a kid, the first thing you learned, never wear a sweater with your name on it, because somebody's really? going to say, hey, Emily, oh. come to my car. Your mom called and said, I'm driving you home today. And well, that's a story that we're going to save for another podcast. Cause they I don't respect really that explicit. in Disney.
0: Mm-hmm. They give you pins with your name on it, even as a child.
1: Okay. Well, All right, well on, that note. <laughs> on that note, be careful with your kids, because there's some predators out there. Yes,
0: and write us at uh, Gleecast, GleeCast with a
1: K at gmail.com with a C. On that note, that's how to seize it. Bye.